the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 459 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life. And hello to everybody that's listening. And uh, we're enriching your lives, no doubt. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. We're the vitamin for your ear holes. Oh God, don't ever say that again. <laughs> I just made that up off the fly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that sounds good. Vitamins for your ear holes. Okay. What have you been up to? Uh, actually, I'm going to tell you something funny. And I'm I'm on a bit of a, a telethon mission at the moment, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. I, do you, you remember what a telethon yeah, is where I, you had the whole... Yeah, yeah I, okay. I, get, I get that reference. I just don't understand what you're yeah. on about. All right, so I got up. Oh, so last night, I went, oh, 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 first Wednesday of the month, got to get to um, uh, Ha Ha Hamilton. Ha Ha Hamilton. Boom, tickets, jumped on the bus, went down there, walked up to the street. Oh, they hadn't put the sign out. Get to the door, private function. Oh. Open my phone, check the tickets. Oh, it's tonight. <laughs> they, tonight, tonight. Yeah, they oh. moved it to Thursday, so we were recording this on Thursday. Okay. So it's been Wednesday every single time. Yes. Except today, it's a Thursday. What's that but time? I got there before I realised, and then I just walked home. That's such so, a you thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Just, just, just rocking up. Totally well, I won't is. check anything. I know when it is. I got a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, dumbass. So I come back. So anyway, um, I got up. I had a thing on at five o'clock this morning. Um, so that was cool. I've just finished work. It's been a full-on day of work. It's 4.30 now. We're recording this. We've got a dinner to debrief with Misty Flicks. Then yeah. I'm going to the um, uh, Hamilton straight after that because, you know, I've already got a ticket. And you're already in town. <laughs> and I'm already in town. Then I've got a meeting in the States, a virtual meeting in the States at mm. midnight. Of, of course this you do. This is a startup that I'm trying to finagle my way into. Yeah, I love how you said that, finagle. They, they, they want to do eight-figure ARR in the second year. Of course. And we're just kicking it off. And so it's a platform that I think will go, well, I just don't know what I can do for them. So I'm trying to work out a reason for them to have me there. And then I have another thing on at five o'clock in the morning. So I don't think You'll I'm be fine. getting much sleep I'm in the just, next I'm just, hours. I'm just happy we're doing the podcast now and not tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty punchy by tomorrow. And I've got a lot of work to do at Epic after that. <laughs> Think in the morning. Oh, who knows? Anyway, it's all good. That's how I am. How are you? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> we went bowling for our work function thing. It was fine. Oh yeah, it was all right. It was good. <laughs> Sam's work functions. We we can't talk about them on the air. Hey, Brett. But um, <laughs> he couldn't make it. He got COVID. Oh, didn't he? Oh yeah. no, he might be dead. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I some somebody asked him how are you, and then uh, I don't know. Oh, no. Well, Brett, Brett does listen to us. So, uh, anyway, hope you get better, Brett. But, yeah, I was going to say the, um, the the work dues from Sam are a little bit legendary and not the best way. <laughs> oh, we don't normally do anything. Exactly. That's why, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, all right. So, I want to talk about, have you heard of Crimson Global Academy? 
No, it sounds like the Crimson Academy from uh, the game. Maybe that's where you got the name from. Yeah, it's from uh, Resident Evil. Isn't that what? Isn't that Crimson Corporation? Isn't it? Isn't that no, what? That's it? the Umbrella Umbrella Corporation. Corporation. Oh, isn't that from? So- anyway, carry on. Who's this? And what okay. is it? So it's it's a New Zealand guy has started this Crimson Academy, and it's a um, a global high school. Okay. So instead of university, it's just a high school. But he found a bunch of things when he was going to school because young young guy. Okay. Um, I saw an interview. I, I saw an ad on Facebook. Yep. But which was the interview with him on TV. It's, he's using that as oh, an okay. ad. Oh, yeah. As TV3 or something. I, I've, one of the TVs. One of the morning shows or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. And a really fascinating guy. And so he went to Harvard Yeah. from New Zealand. Yes. Like he managed to get a scholarship, went over there, yeah, yeah, did yeah. the Harvard thing, came up with this, this idea. And Crimson Global Academy is doing really, really well. And people are paying decent money for their kids to do this. They've got fantastic teachers, small class sizes. Yep. It's all online. Oh, okay. Um, and you can do either full-time or part-time. So the part-time thing is like you're going to a normal school and then you do the supplementary what, um, stuff. What age groups is this for? Um, high school. So I okay. think it's 11 to... 13. 13, 14, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Is that about right? Are you I, saying I years know. or age? I'm saying in age. Because high no school idea. goes from year 9 to year 13. Okay, that would be it then. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I no, no, it takes, it takes, takes you a while to get your head around that when they're talking about something. Um, yeah, well, I think it's from form two to form six. Form. six. There we go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about unless you're old. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> anyway, I thought it was really, really good. I, wanted, I was interested to see if you'd heard anything. No. But they're doing quite well by the sounds of it. And they've okay. got a lot of uh, students and international students and Part of the benefit of it is that when you're in a class, you're in a class with people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I was pretty, pretty, pretty stoked with that. I thought it was pretty cool. I have two podcasts for you this week. I've been listening to. So, there's a podcast out that's called uh, "Who Killed JFK?" Right? Okay. And uh, I just saw it pop up in new and noteworthy or whatever, and I'm like, okay, let's have a listen to this. And uh, Rob Reiner, the director. Of uh, when Harry met Sally, Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men, The Princess oh, right. Bride, and all that. He's not hosting it. He might as well because he's the main person driving this podcast mm-hmm. because he's found out all the information, supposedly, and uh, just talking about the different stuff. And there's if a woman. He's found it out and he's talking about it. How does that not make him hosting it? <laughs> he's not hosting it. There's a woman, uh, a, a, a journalist. Oh, okay. Who's who's the actual host? And she's coming in like, okay, whatever. You just tell me the stuff. But she's talking to him all the time. He's on the podcast like eighty five percent of the time. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. he's got all these contacts and different people. Um, yeah, it's quite interesting if you're into conspiracy theories and things like that. Um, it's put together reasonably well. And the other podcast I've been listening to just come out. I actually, um, it's an association with New Zealand on Air and the Herald. Tangawai, a forgotten history. How much do you know about the Tangawai disaster? That's the the train disaster. The train yeah, on Christmas okay, Eve, cool, cool, 151 cool, cool, cool. people died. I mean, when I say cool, 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 I mean cool. I know what I'm talking about, not that it was a yes. cool disaster. So this is really uh, cool because basically they have tracked down a bunch of either people that were affected by it, like family members, or actual people that were there, and they're capturing it because they said if we don't, we're going to lose these people and not have the story. 
it's only really short they're like 30 minutes episodes only two episodes are out so far in the first one there's a really cool story uh, talking to this young officer from auckland and he got in trouble because he'd been looking at the um commander's car or something and he was figuring it out like he was reading the manual and i think he went for a little drive in and brought it back and that like nah you know because a real fancy uh like v8 something automatic back in 1950 whatever this happened 55 and uh they said you got to clean it and okay and then they called him in and they said why aren't you in your uniform because oh, i was cleaning the car in that and then he goes he, they bring him they call him and they said you got to come now and um do you know where Tungawai is? They're like, no. Okay, you're driving. You're taking the commissioner and somebody else. Now, um, we need you to get there as fast as possible. He's like, uh, okay, what does that mean? And they said, look, just get us there safely as fast as possible. Just do whatever you want. So he goes, uh, okay. So he's doing like 140 miles an hour in this car, <laughs> which is about 200 Ks in certain points. Because uh, he said it was Christmas Eve. Nobody's around. Nobody's on the road. Yeah. And he just they just drove nonstop to get there. Um, and try and help out. It's interesting because I don't think I heard of the disaster till I moved to Hamilton. Oh, like really? When I was in Wellington, I don't think I ever heard of it. Now, that could be because I just didn't pay any attention to oh, I history. Think, yes. But, you know, it wasn't that end of the country. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't something that... I think it came up at primary school, maybe, or saw it in a journal or a book or something. Yeah, so I, anyway, I, I just I, don't recall that. I thought I'd have a listen to it because it's I'm going to uh, mention good. this. I haven't listened to anything yet, but John Dufresne... Um, our podcast um, yes. uh, fan from from or living in Dubai, I shouldn't say from Dubai, but living in Dubai, he said we should check out the Smartless podcast. Um, just that came through the other day, and I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. So. But I did tell you about it last week. Oh, did you? The other people that interviewed Taika Waititi. Oh, right. So Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett is the Smartless right. podcast. Right. And I haven't. I've only ever listened to that one episode. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. So, so, we, so that, yeah, that's I why he mentioned it. I to listen to it now because I've had it from two people and I don't talk to about podcasts. I think it's one of those people. ones where I, I, I think they're always, I don't, I assume they're always talking to people. I'm not sure, but it might be a pick and choose one because you just get too overloaded. I can't listen to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All ACC right. are in the news today. They bungled a man's phone number. Well, like, you're a you're a tech savvy man with fifty million emails, or whatever you got on the go. Thirty four thousand or something. Exactly, exactly. But this guy is looking for compensation for post traumatic stress, right? Because a caseworker somehow took his phone number and put it in their email signature. So every time they sent something out for anything, people are like, oh, I'm gonna contact that case manager, ring this rando dude. Like, I know how to set up an email signature. How did you do that? And not go, that's not my number. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Bloody ACC. I tell you how it happened. I will tell you exactly okay, how here it we happened. Go. Copy, paste? My, yeah, it was a copy and paste. So he's, she's copied his number for some reason. Yeah. And then she's gone, oh, I'll do my signature file. And she went to copy it, but she didn't actually hit copy. Mm. And when she's pasted it, she's pasted his number. That's the only thing I can think of. But I have done similar type things. It, it, in Similar in that I've hit paste and gone, that isn't what I thought I'd copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a woman in New Zealand that's been hiking around Aotearoa for her 30th birthday. She's from Texas. She purchases a North Face branded waterproof jacket. Have you heard the story? No. Okay. So she buys it and she gets it and it's got dry vent fabric. 
as heavy rain was predicted during her hike. Apparently I've got to read this in an app. What? <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> I, know, I know the gist of the story. So the gist of the story is she complains. She gets absolutely soaked with this jacket. And then um, she sort of complains. And she does on social media. And I think social media picks it up. So there's quite a few people that have seen it. And they're hassling North Face. And they've just gone a little bit quiet. Now, I don't know what the length of time is from the complaint to North Face having a video of someone running into their Queenstown store, grabbing a brand new jacket, jumping in a helicopter, and then literally flying to her because she's still in the country. And they give it to her. So sorry about that. And uh, that worked really well for them. Like, it very viral both ways. Right. Because I think if you are a company and you've got a bit of money behind you and you're like, oh, we, we should do something, you want to do it quickly. But and you do, do have it over the top. But you do have to have the logistics in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently it went down quite well. So was it just a, a, a bad batch or, or whatever? Like, Not a hundred percent sure on that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's supposed to be a hundred percent waterproof or it's just showerproof or what the deal is. I don't know. And I can't read it because it wants to take me to an app. <laughs> yeah. No. It seems a bit odd because you know how um, those. Um, ShamWow type yeah, 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 yeah. You're supposed to wet them a little bit and then oh, they yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was wondering if it's just something that hadn't been activated or whatever. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Some of those raincoats, you know, you get sweaty inside as well anyway. So yeah, who knows? yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the old Talk oil skins. Do you, re- do you have oil skins? When you I know what they are, yeah. We don't, had don't. them at school. I have And a, when we got yep. them, they were oily like the word oil skin yeah. was not um a you know it meant something yeah. they were soaking in oil that uh that that brings back a memory of when i hated one of my first jobs uh i used to work at benchmark way back in the day and they had particle board pine floor i think it was big sheets of a huge for flooring and the deal was i think something like you brought 10 sheets or 20 sheets or something and they got a free oil skin jacket the builders and we got told we could have one at the end of summer or whatever it was, if we, you know, worked my ass off with dodgy old Trev. Yeah, yeah. Trev gets one, not me, because I'm the young guy. Uh, there's none left. We have to give it to a builder. A little bit dark after that. Oh, no. Anyway, that brings it up. Hey, uh, influencers, is there anything they won't do to try and be uh, edgy and push the boundaries and stuff? Well, after that guy jumped out of the plane and crashed it and filmed himself. That's right. Um, that's probably the worst I've heard. That's the one. That's exactly it. Oh, right. That's what I'm talking about. The one where he picked up the plane afterwards and then goes doesn't know where it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was listening to it in real time when it happened a year and a half or two years ago. Whenever. Okay, well, he got six months in US prison. That's right. That's, they've just sentenced him. So he basically jumped out of the plane, filmed it, had uh, cameras on the plane, then went tri- tricked back to the plane wreckage, removed all the footage... Then uh, went and picked the plane up at some point, took it away, cut it all up, and threw away the plane. Yeah, because um, there was, like, the FCC... No, what is that? F, not yeah. FCC? Is that the aircraft one? Sounds good. Yeah, um, they um, yeah they would have they were going to do it. But oh, FAA. Like, Federal FAA, Aviation. FAA. I yeah. knew it was something. Um, they were going to do it, and he was like, I'll oh, get rid of the... Because he never um, reported the crash. No. And he, you know, oh no, the engine's stalling. I'm, I'm gonna have to bail. And then he jumps out, and it's like, hang. And everybody immediately was like, hang on, 
How come he's wearing a parachute as he's flying his plane? That's weird. Why is there How cameras is everywhere? There six cameras <laughs> on the plane to get the footage of it crashing into the bush. And, you know, yeah. it was, yeah, it was just so dumb. They're just anyway. trying to chase those views. Yeah, chasing the views. Hey, uh, the New Zealand Navy, probably our, oh, out of all our uh, military forces, they've probably got the best equipment, eh, maybe. I'm not sure. Really? I don't they know. They don't have that many ships, do they? I don't know, but they've got a solar-powered robot boat now. Yeah. For okay. endless recon. Look at it. It's a little sailboat with little solar panels on it. They've got it. They've just been delivered it. It's 6.8 metres long. Uh, it's an uncrewed surface vessel, USV. We love those acronyms. It's on trial for a short-term lease. Um, they've called, called Blue Bottle. That's what it's called. It's going to provide persistent surveillance around the waters of New Zealand for fishery protection, border protection, or meteorological data. Probably until someone steals it. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think that's brilliant. I think that's perfect if you've got at least 30 of them. Yes. I don't see the point in having one, one six-metre boat um, that is patrolling the, the waters of New Zealand. That's ridiculous. Uh, they're going to check. They're going to be uh, monitoring it from Devonport Naval Base. They're going to use cell phone when it's close. When it's further out, they'll use some satellite stuff. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Trial it. Make it work. But it's not really a thing until you've got, you know, a couple of dozen at least, I would think. It can be transported anywhere in New Zealand and launched from a boat ramp. Yes, it can, because it's very little. <laughs> hey, um, thinking of talking about something a bit techy and, and interesting, have you, did you, first of all, did you know that there was a Disney Adventure Park in California? Disney Adventure Park, California. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Not that I suppose that's important. But they have this thing called, um, have you ever heard of Stuntronics? No, not that term. So, so Disney has this oh, impressive right. robotic Spider-Man. It's slingshot, 65 feet. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen that thing. That's yeah, creepy ass. Because yeah. the guy runs, I think the actor runs off, off set. Yeah. So and then it, this thing goes... Yeah, so this guy is doing a show in, mm. st- in st- Spider-Man costume and all the rest of it. And then he goes over to this thing. But really, he stops and the yeah. robot runs forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it does this huge leap, like from building to building, like a, a real... Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And this is actually a robot doing the tumbling. Yeah, okay. But it's it's a fascinating little video that I linked to. It's in Facebook, which is why it plays automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating because there's a couple of different people that got together to do this. One guy was doing these... Um, he called them bricks. But effectively, it was a, a, a block... But it has a weight that moves on the inside to get the momentum change. Oh, yeah, okay. And so it activates to move the weight within hmm. this block to and uh, change the momentum mass. Yeah. And then they, the other guy did more standard robotics in, in a physical form. So they got together to make this thing. It's, I, I think it, I found it fascinating. It's quite a long video. But they don't use batteries because why would you? They use high-charge capacitors because it's in flight for only like five seconds or yeah. ten seconds yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. It needs a lot of power real quick, so it doesn't need a battery. Oh. Um, so use high-charge high capacitors. They got rid of the elbows because they're like, you can't tell. 
You can't tell it doesn't have elbows. And the hardest thing they found, so they got it to do these amazing stunts and stuff, and somebody looked and went, yeah, can you make it so that it looks like he's out of control because he's supposed to be a teenager that doesn't know what he's doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they had to get it off balance and move one arm this way and one arm that way and one leg this way and, and make it look... And it makes it look like a real person. I yeah, tell it looks you. like they've just launched someone across amazing. the thing. So um, yeah, no, I, I just fascinated. I, so we'll have that link to the video in the in the show notes. But the, yeah, this whole idea of a an airborne robot, um, yeah, bonded by gravity. It's not like it's flying at all. It's it lets go of the rope and then it's flinging off and doing. something. At the other end, does it, just, it lands in a net? Does it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it was funny because they show some some of the previous pro- prototypes, and one of them's got scratches all around its face, and it's because <laughs> its knees were hitting its face. Oh, it was just too much. Um, that old, that old a- age old problem we've all faced. Well, I've I've done that. In yeah, the past, but yeah. Hey, um, uh, back when I was flexible. New Zealand's yeah, New Zealand. What is going on with your phone? What is it doing? I'm trying to get back to try. Okay. Uh, New Zealand spider experts have uh, it's their time to shine, Chris. They've uh, got pretty excited. A viral BBC story this week about a spider that laid eggs in a man's toe had been doing the rounds. Um, they said that, uh, you know, you can't really go barefoot. You've got to wear socks, basically. Um, they amended the story on its website, um, but it went around the world in its original format. So basically, he went on a romantic cruise in France for his wedding anniversary. Uh, he got a bite from a Peruvian wolf spider. And then apparently... In France? Yep. Okay. This is what it's telling me. Okay, so, all right. It's it's called a Peruvian spider, but it's a French Peruvian spider. But if this was true, New Zealanders would have to worry about this because we've got 27 species of wolf spiders all around the country. Yeah. So as the experts like, no, not true. No spider is capable of what that spider is accused of in the story. They just don't lay the eggs inside people. But there are persistent urban myths about them doing so. Um, so uh, thanks, Dr. Phil Servid, for that. Yeah, so obviously he had to, you know, lay okay, down the law. Okay. Right. Yeah, because I know... Oh, no, there's another spider expert too. How many spider experts do they talk to? Okay, there's another one going, nah, that's not true. Yeah, because isn't it the uh, Australian... What's the really bitey one from Australia? The funnel web. Okay, it's now, the yeah, only, right. yeah. only thing that can pierce a toenail mm. is the funnel web. Okay. Um, a lot of other spiders barely pierce your skin. And if you walk barefoot a lot and you've got thick skin on your, on your soles of your feet, um, then you, you walk, it can't bite through that. It can bite through some of the softer yeah. parts of the body. So out of 50,000 or more species known worldwide, only about 30 of them are dangerous to humans. Here in New Zealand, we've got about 1,100 species, and we've only got two that may cause some problems. That's a catapo and what? Redback. Yep. Huh. Here we go. Um, let, let's do a, a, a depressing... We've been, done too many too many nice stories. Let's do a depressing one. Oh. Well, it's depressing. I don't know if it's depressing. It's, 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 okay, it's disturbing. Okay. Disturbing. Okay. So imagine this. You're at a hospital yep. in a reception, mm. and you see the same workman coming in day after day. Okay, not every day, but he comes in a lot. You probably know him by first name because yep. he's yep. 
He's an electrician. Okay. He comes in a lot. Yeah, he's always and, doing and something. what do you think? What do you think? You're like, man, he's busy. What's he up he's to? He's busy. You think, man, oh. we've got really crap wiring. Our yeah, wiring well, it must be a big job. Our wiring must be yeah. really crap because he's coming in over 15 years. He's been coming in to this oh, hospital. What's he really doing? He's had sex with more than 100 corpses no. in the morgue. No. <laughs> no. 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 Absolutely. Where, and where's you know, this, ha- where? where's this, this happening? This is in the States. David Fuller is serving life sentence after he pleaded guilty to two counts of murder because they didn't find out about the corpses until they got him for murder. And when they took, went through his stuff, they go, well, what's all these photos of? And it's of him going into these um, into the morgue and taking photos of himself. Oh, my gosh. It's getting worse by the second. No. With corpses. Hang on. So is the, mur- the murder isn't happening at the hospital. No. He, 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 just- he did these murders. And he got done for them. And when they went through his stuff, they go, hang on, what's going on here? So if he didn't get caught for murders, there's a strong chance. He'd still be doing this. With every corpse from nine years old to 102 years old. No, um, no, no. Yeah. How do you... Why? Okay. No, there's too many questions. I don't want answers to. But the morgue should... Oh, my gosh. He looks looks reasonably normal. It's... It's not. It's not America. It's Britain. Sorry, it's Britain. Oh, yeah. It's an American news. But usually, from my understanding, that morgues are usually locked down pretty tight. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, or and or people will be coming in or out. But what's he doing? Oh. so apparently some of these videos were taken while people were working there, and he was what? just so like blasé about it that he just. Either he wanted to get caught or he just didn't think anyone but, would. And because he was so matter-of-fact about everything, nobody twigged. I'm sorry, but in my head, the corpse is either on a table or in the chiller thing. If some dude's coming into as an electrician and he's anywhere near a body, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. This is mental. The offences that David Fuller committed were oh. truly shocking. The British really? government ordered a report, said, quote, And however, hang on, did he just get busted real recently? Or uh, I believe a, so. Okay, okay, okay. Quote, however, the failures of management, governance, and regu- uh, governance, regulation, and processes, and a persistent lack of curiosity, all contributed to the creation of the environment in which he was able to offend. And, and somebody in the comments went, persistent lack of curiosity means nobody gave a shit. <laughs> That's just next level, though. Yeah. So um, Fuller 69 is serving a life sentence with no chance of release after he pleaded guilty to two counts of murder of Wendy Nell, 25, and Carolyn Pierce, 20, and two separate attacks in the town of Tunbridge Wells in 1987. Okay. But I think he's only... Um, just got done for them now. Recently got done for them. And okay, now, so this guy... And he's also serving a 12-year term concurrent after admitting to a dozens of instances of necrophilia. Okay, so what they'll probably be doing now, I'm assuming, is figuring out where else he's been since 1980-whatever and figuring out who else is missing. Because he obviously must be a serial killer, potentially. Well, he obviously has a fascination with death. Oh my god, no. I need to, I might have to look in this. I'm not 100% sure if he's doing, he'd have to be doing that stuff like a while ago, eh? Oh no, you you see the camera, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. 
It's not a really in-depth story. No. But I thought you'd find it. I'm going to try. I'm, I'll, I'll research it some more. Because I don't think he would have been doing it in the recently. I reckon he's been... So they said it was over a period of 15 years yeah, that they yeah. got evidence of it. No, no. So I reckon, I reckon the 15 years is from 80 to 95. Because I reckon okay. it's way more... Less questions would have been asked way back then. Just because you had like the Jimmy Savile stuff as well. Yeah. When he that, was just wandering around doing absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, that makes so, sense. So like that I, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just got busted now for everything. No doubt there'll be some uh, true crime podcasts on that. Case file will probably do one on him. Uh, it's the weirdest. It's mind blowing. I know. It's almost know. the end of the podcast. I don't know how to end, <laughs> end on something better. Okay. I, 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 I okay. think I got something. I think I got something here. Good. Does the dog die? Have you heard of this? No. It's a website. It's called Does the Dog Die? It's brilliant. Is I it for movies? Yes, yeah, for, for movies. Okay. Okay. So basically, you can go into this and it does tracking of 180 or more triggers. So anything that might trigger you in a movie, um, like stalking or miscarriages or... Yeah, all I'm that just stuff. looking at the list here. Okay. LGBT, people oh, dying, okay. yeah. falling deaths, body horror, or oh, babies unborn. I thought that was unicorn. That's unborn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I was okay. like, who's scared of so, unicorns? So it's got all um, the stuff listed. Yeah, it's got all these things. And you can go in and say, and obviously dogs dying was the original trigger for whoever made this website. And so you can go in and go... Is this movie safe with any of these triggers yeah. or whatever? And it'll come up and go, yeah, there's these triggers for this or there's not these. Which is a brilliant idea, I thought. And I do love doesthedogdie.com is the is the it's, website. A, it's memorable. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's crowdsourced. It's a crowdsourced trigger thing. Okay. So, there you go. I, I, that's a little bit more um, thing. So if, you know, you go, I don't want to hear any more about necrophilia. Stop. And no. <laughs> No, it's not. No, you've failed. You've failed. Okay. I did. I had to do it just for his, the look on his face. Okay. Oh Sorry. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.